man. How you feeling? Man, it's a beautiful day out here. It's sun shining. It's hot in, in, in Atlanta right now. It's a good day, you know what I mean? It's a real good day. Yeah. Uh, I actually uh, was looking forward to doing this pod. Uh, I seen, and give a big shout out to the homie from uh, Motor City Sports. He got me. He got me amped up. I watched. I watched a little bit of his uh, of his YouTube, and uh, man, I, I'm man. I, he be talking, man, and I like it. I like what he be saying. Uh, what? It's crazy. Big divide with Detroit sports, especially like the Detroit Lions, and it's such a big divide. Fans either. Uh, or they yeah. are uh, extremely pessimistic. Like like us, we're not necessarily. But we like we're real. We're real. I think we I, I think we look at it in a in a realistic way. Like it, it's it's it, it, it's weird because I'm gonna bring this up because I was at the job and and it's it's kind of off topic, but it kind of brings some some light to the situation, right? And I felt like what I felt what he was saying. I felt like Motor City Sports when I was watching the YouTube. He jumped off topic. He was getting into the, the white black situation. And then he was getting into like religion and all that. But then I understood where he was coming from because he was 100% correct. And like even at the job, like I started a new. Well, I'm with the same company. I just got to a new department, right? Right. So I'm working with this cat, right? And um, any white dude, cool guy, but. I'm like, I'm asking him questions because I'm fairly new. So I'm like, yo, who should I go to? Who nice, who nice here at the, at, at, you know, in, the, in this department that I can right. rely on? And all he could say was, well, this person's a nice guy and I like this guy. I'm like, yo, who nice though? Like, who do the job exceptionally well? And he kept deterring from the fact that who did it well to who was a nice guy. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm like, bro, like, I don't care who's a nice guy, but who's acting. Who knows the who knows the system? Who knows how to get the, 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 the orders in? Who knows how to decipher stuff stuff from what's good and what's not? Who, you know what I mean? And he kept like, well, I, I don't even deal with people who's nice. Right. Like me. And I'm like, that's what we come down to is who who who's the nice guy, not who gets the job done. So it, we basically are forgetting about who gets the job done to who's a nice guy. So and I feel like that's the whole thing with Stafford and like the whole situation with everything. It's like, yo, a lot of Lions fans are cool with the nice guy, not who wins games, not who's putting the franchise on his back and saying we got to win this championship. Right. None of that. None of that matters. It's all about who's a nice guy. Yeah. And because you and it's like you see, <clears throat> one thing about Detroit sports, uh, the fans, they treat everybody different. You know what I mean? They. Stafford probably is the only person that left from here that they still kind of respected. And even when Calvin left, when Calvin left, they talked bad about him. You know, oh, you know, F Calvin. You know, he, you know, he was a loser. Uh, you know, Kenny, Kenny Galladay recently had some hate going towards him when he decided not to resign with the Lions for whatever reason. And you know, it's his prerogative. You know, if you want to be here, you want to be here. If you don't, you don't. And I can understand. I can understand you being a 28-year-old, you know, receiver just now kind of coming into your own and you like, okay, well, 
I, I gotta I gotta make these decisions, you know, based on my age and career. Uh, even though you did pick the Giants, I mean that's your prerogative. And with Stafford, just like you said, he's a nice guy. You know, he didn't cause any problems for Detroit. Um, not that the, you know, not that it was like out in public where people could see. Right. Um, he definitely could have. He definitely could have talked about the organization a lot more. He could have dragged them uh, during his time here. He never really complained about anything, even though he didn't really have you know uh, decent running games. Uh, you know, some years his offensive line, um, and so he just kind of was a. You know, he kind of was one of those. Look, I'm gonna just shut up and do my job kind of things. But uh, but, he, but but people like me and you would kind of look at him like. We kind of wish he would have said something like how Russell do, like Russell Wilson yeah. in yes. the offseason. He was like, man, if y'all don't get it right, man, get me up out of here. I'm, like, I'm out of here. And that's what I that's what I wanted. You know, that's what I want. I mean, because honestly, I would have been fine with Stafford staying. Uh, I would have been fine with Stafford staying uh, for two more years. I mean, it didn't really matter to me. Um, but I think, like, just to get back, like what Motor City said, like, I think we were thinking the same way, like – it's not necessarily a problem with golf. It's like it's nothing towards him personally. Uh, he he's probably a nice guy. He's you know he's probably a nice dude as well. You know what I'm saying? He's probably a little bit younger. You know he looked like he can be a bit goofy. Um, but what we thought what, what the Lions should have did for an organization is when you shipped away Stafford, we wanted you to kind of start anew. You know what I'm saying? And not necessarily meaning that you had to start a rookie quarterback right away. But we we was thinking like, okay, well, let's start grooming a guy because, in my opinion, what's you know, how much how it's invaluable for a quarterback to be able to sit for two years or one year or whatever, and just kind of sit there and you build the system and build them around this dude, because I don't understand why people think whenever we do draft a quarterback and at some point at some time we will draft a quarterback. I know it, but. I don't understand why they think he's just going to maybe come in magically from day one and be the best player. You know, it's, it takes time. It, so here's, like, the, here's the thing with the Lions, though. They, they setting themselves up for the position after draft the quarterback. They try, it's like, like the way they're doing this golf situation, we, we either got to get one a free agency or we're going to have to trade for one. Because they time to draft one, like you said, uh, and I agree with you earlier in this uh, offseason, we would have to draft one now. Like Motor City said, we would have to draft one now. Now it's kind of to the point now is like if you didn't get one now, we're going to have to either get one via trade or free agency, right? Right. What you, you can do, but why wouldn't you have just drafted one just to put golf on its heels? Because obviously golf, and, and I ain't got nothing bad about to say about golf. Because, you know, I've been not yeah, saying you, no, you, I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm not been the biggest golf supporter, but at the same time, like, I'm like, I think he's a good bridge guy. But I don't know if you noticed with me, it was kind of like, you ever watched that, 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 uh, the movie Bronx Hill? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that movie. And then when the OG was like, he told, he told the young boy, he said, hey, lock the door on your side of the car. You know what I mean? If she opened the door for you, that's the one, right? And, and, and that's, that's the kind of measurement that I, I judge homes with. In the off season, I kind of gave him the same kind of test. I'm like, yo, you got golf. That's cool for a bridge guy. But you better have got a quarterback in the in, in uh, draft. And when he didn't get one, 
I pretty much was like, I'm good with the Lions, bro. Like, I've, I've been here since since 1990, 89, 90, right. faithfully. Yeah. But then it was just like... 20 years. It, 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 it was kind of like, nah, I'm good with you, bro. Like, you 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 were supposed to get a quarterback in one of the rounds, bro. You were supposed to. And when they didn't get one, I, I, I felt like I don't want to deal with that no more. Because you Yeah, I was disappointed. I was yep. disappointed, and only in a sense, and like, and I, I, like, the only reason that I'm disappointed is because, and I know, like, the past regimes have nothing to do with, uh, you know, everybody that's there now, Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell, but, <clears throat> excuse me, it's just, it's from the past. It's like we've we've been in situations where, okay, we'll give this guy an extra year, and okay, he does just enough. And it's, we really should move on, and then we don't move on, and then okay, he has a good season, but the rest of the team is kind of bad, so we give him a, another contract. And it's like, I just, I, I don't want to go through that with golf. And I do believe he's a good bridge guy um, for what he's making. And of course, they they re uh, took a little bit less, or not? He didn't take any less money, but we're paying him a little bit less this year um, because they restructured the contract, and so it was like. Really, when they restructured that contract, it was like, man, dang, that kind of let me know right there. Like, yeah, they probably don't have plans on drafting a quarterback, but they're um, looking at golf like he the dude. Yeah, like, they, that's yeah, and I mean, you can hear it in the. And what's crazy is um, because I, I, I watch everybody. You know what I mean? I it's you know I have my favorites like Dave Burkett, you know from the uh, um, uh, Free Press. Um, I, I really like Dave Burkett. To me, he always is the one like keeps it real. You know what I'm saying? Like he's the closest thing to us that's in the media. So who keeps it? He keeps it real without being too harshly negative, but at the same time, he's gonna give you the real. And um, I, I, I watch Pride of Detroit and I listen to them because those dudes have access to the building uh, where most people can't go. They have access to the locker room where most people can't go, and you know, when they talk about what's going on in camp and they say, well, you know, golf struggled today. Uh, he struggled making reads. It's like if you're struck, you know what I'm saying? It's like if you're struggling against if you're struggling against those guys that's out there right now, then you, I'm, I'm, I'm scared, man. Nah, nah, like I agree with you. And I, like I said, I've been hearing you. I, I was being somewhat naive to the fact from the beginnings because I thought he was just going to be a bridge guy. But now if you take the bridge, the bridge guy title away from him and put it like, oh, yeah, he's actually might be the future. Now it gets kind of scary because it's like, how long is it going to take you to rebuild this defense that's, and rebuild this running game? That's exactly. And, and it's like, okay, I get it. If you, if you're, and that's the thing, nobody knows, even though, even though this, this regime is a lot more uh, vocal than the last one, I still kind of have no idea what their plan is because I don't know if fans remember, but right before they traded for golf, uh, Holmes came out and said he had, uh, he said he had a dynamic plan for rebuilding this team and, and turning them into a winning team. And so I want to hear more of that. Like, I want to hear more of what the plan is for, you know, what you want to do because it's like, I'm looking at golf and I'm looking at the wide receiver. And I'm not even really tripping off the wide receiver core because just like Motor City said, uh, you can win 
you can you can win a championship without having uh and I think that's where a lot of teams make their downfall. I think that was one of the Lions' downfall when we gave Calvin Johnson all that money uh, right. years ago because we couldn't really field the rest of the team and everybody sucked. And so I don't think you really need superstar wide receivers to um you know to win games. You know, I, I think the running game and just honestly being able to get the ball out of your hands is a lot more is a lot better than having a superstar wide receiver because we've seen they don't always you know, Julio was a you know, top three guy in the league, but the Falcons ain't really been nothing. Right, right. Except that one year where they had Shanahan. Well, yeah, we yeah, they had Shanahan, of course. But, you know, um, so that's not really my thing. And this was also the thing with me. Because I've been checking. I mean, you know, I kind of like, you know, even before the draft, I kind of liked Fields. You know, I was, remember I was, yeah, I like Fields, you know. And so I've been paying attention more to the, I mean, the, the Chicago Bears uh well, you know, checking in to see how, and they say as far as as far as Justin Fields goes, everything is clicking on all cylinders. And yes, he is. They say yes, he is the most talented quarterback, the best quarterback they have. Basically, meaning he's better than any time. Which I mean, I get that. But my thing is, if 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 this offensive line is not top five line, and the Pene Suel, who I do like. It's, it's nothing to dislike about that kid because he's got monster size. He's got greasy fast speed for his side at his position. Um, so it's nothing to dislike about him. Would I have that pick? No. Because I just think that a right guard really isn't that important. And most right guards don't get picked like in a top 10. Um, and I know his position really is a left guard. So, I mean. Tackle, tackle, tackle. Yeah, yeah, my bad. Tackle, tackle, my bad. Um, I'm not sure what they, you know, plan on. If they eventually plan on moving him to the left side, getting rid of, uh, getting rid of Decker um, in maybe a year or two. Um, so, I'm not really sure what the plan is. But the thing is, if he doesn't pan out to be a top five, top ten guy, and, and, and Justin, and you know, two years from now, Justin Fields then already won a division or, or won a playoff game, and we still kind of dragging along. But, hey, but, but, but here goes the scary part. Like, I, I agree. Here goes the scary part. Like the media said, Detroit media, it could have easily been a wide receiver. I, and which I'm glad, part. which I'm glad that it was. I'm glad they didn't take any. I'm not saying that I didn't like any of those guys because I liked all of those dudes. Even the dude that was like, he was he was like super little, but he still, you know, Waddle. he still had his yeah. I still liked them. I I just necessarily didn't want to pick those guys in the top ten. It's like, you know, if we out of the top ten, if we pick an eleven, and you know, you got one of them dudes there, boom, you know, take them. But I necessarily did not want to. Uh, I didn't necessarily want to pick them, and then I just felt like. It was a blessing that you couldn't pass up. That you had Justin Fields right there. He was he said he was there sitting in your lap, and you could have literally. I mean, if you really wanted a tackle, I mean, you could have got a tackle in the second round. I just felt I just felt, you know, but I I don't want to bash it, but I I definitely would have made a different move. And it's no hate or disrespect towards golf, but we do understand. 
you know, it's things that he's good at and it's things that he's not good at. Um, like you always point out, when he has a a, a a running back who is that you have to plan for, he's a lot more potent. And you know, hey, you know who's not? <laughs> you know what I mean? What quarterback is not? Uh, what quarterback is not? Uh, ten times better when they have a running back that you gotta. Because you got to think those years that golf was, you know, it was, well, it was like the two years. So it was like 2017 and 2018 when he was kind of going on his, you know, his best runs. Who else in the league had a running back? Gurley was like the best running back in the league. Yep. Top top three. Right. If, if and not number one. If not number eyes. right. If not number if, – if not number one, because if I remember – Gurley was he came in like third or fourth in MVP in the MVP race. Like I remember one one of them years, it might have been 2018, but he was like in the MVP race. So it was like, you know, for a running back, you know, nobody done that since AP. So it's like for a running back to be in the the uh, in the MVP race in the quarterback league, then you know that you. And I mean, he had in that in that time span from 2017 to 2018. He had 13 touchdowns in 17, and then he had 18 or 19 touchdowns in 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 2018. Right. And so you look at that and you say, well, that's where golf was his best. And then you look at him and you say, well, let's take Gurley out the picture. And so you flash back to last year. And this is all that I'll be wanting the fans, and I'll be trying to talk to people on Twitter and try to get them to understand. Take Gurley out the picture, out the equation. Then you flash back to last year. He had a number one defense, so, you know, that's not an excuse. Then he also had a top ten run game. So if you put just a regular top ten run game without, you know, barely without the, the superstar aspect of it, he still wasn't able to, to, to output. You know what I'm saying? I agree. He, he wasn't able to output, and that's the scary part. My thing is, well, what if we do happen to build, you know, you know, we built. We ended up having a. We we haven't been top fifteen in rushing in years. So what if we do have a top fifteen? And, and, top and, and this is and this is a team. Up until last week, they wanted to add Gurley. That's the shit that scares me. It's just that like, scares me too. It, it scares me, and I and I get it. You know, it's like okay, hey, you know, he's out there. He would make, and I, I he would make a good running back three. Meaning, you know, when we close to the goal line, you put his ass in there and you let him you know, pound through and get to the, the end zone because that is his talent. And, like, just like in the video you sent me uh, a couple weeks ago where, you know, we was they was first talking about Gurley, uh, his highlights from last year. <laughs> it was like a three – it was like a three-minute and 30-second video. And all his highlights were at the goal line and the red zone. So it's like that's that's what he's good at right now at this point in his career, um, which it definitely could help the Lions because we don't really have – that big bruiser kind of guy that can just kind of power his way through people. But I only would want him here if he was truly going to be the RBP. Not coming in and we're going to be the start. At this stage, Swift and Williams are clearly better than him, which I have heard that those two, they've been tearing it up in camp. I heard that, you know, it's just they don't have no pads on, but I heard they've been tearing it up. I, I agree. From from his physique and everything that I've seen, I think Swift is going to be 
a really good running back out the backfield to be a wide receiver. Yeah, and and that's that too because they they the reporters prior to Detroit was saying that's how they've been using him. They've been he been he definitely been running spot, but they've been using him to catch. I think they said him and they said him and Williams. Neither one of them have dropped the ball this whole you know this whole camp. So I'm looking I'm looking I'm looking at Swift like this guy that gets around ten to fifteen carries a game, maybe forty. 40 to 60 yards a game, right, on the ground, and possibly 70 to 80 yards catching, which is dope. Yeah. That's yeah. dope to me. Like, that's good. But if I'm a defensive coordinator and most defensive coordinators in the league, I can handle that. Like, he's not somebody that I'm like, I got a game plan for and just basically say, hey. Right, no. not yet. He's still, so, not a, he's still not a Kamara yet. Yep, he's not somebody where I got to put extra attention on him and just say, hey, we got to watch him, let golf do what he got to do. See, golf got away all them years early in, in with the Rams because a lot of defensive coordinators were like, yo, let him do what he got to do, but stop grilling. Stop you know grilling. I mean? And that was the – and the, see, that was always the game. When you said that before, like when we first got golf, I really didn't pay attention to it because I'm like, well, golf still had a top ten run game, so what was the problem? But just like you said, when you got a game plan for a dude and you say, Well, we can it's just like when you it's just like when you playing LeBron or when you when you playing um, you know, great players in the league, like when you playing uh, uh who did the Clippers just play last? Uh, when you like when the Clippers played the Mavs, it was like, Okay, we understand that um your boy is gonna have, you know, thirty to forty points a game. He's gonna get his points regardless of how good the defense you play on him. We just got to make sure everybody else don't go off and have a, a night where ain't nobody playing defense on them. So it's like, yeah, we'll let golf do his thing. You know, sometimes he can get accurate when he got his reads. And, you know, um, he's he not going to shoot it down the field. He's not going to take that risk. But, you know, he can get it out of his hand. We'll let him do that. But we really got to we gotta stack Gurley up. Right. Right. And, 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 and that's my thing. With the Lions, it's a lot of state of confusion, right? Um, and, and this is what we were talking about Dan Campbell before, because Dan Campbell was putting himself in a, in a tough predicament as a head coach for the Detroit Lions, because it's like you getting this clown kind of perspective on you, yeah. Which is which is which is cool if you perform. If you perform, that's 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 it. And, and and just like the thing where he did, you know, he came out and and you know what? I understand it. Me personally, because and you I think you probably understand it too. I understand that his he feels like his focus is the Detroit fans and that's it. Because at the end of the day, it's Detroit versus everybody. It's really nothing right. Honestly, it's really nothing that he can do that people were gonna say, Oh yeah, he's he's nobody was gonna call that dude the man for this job. Um, and I didn't even think before they hired him, I still thought there were better options out there. And I'm cool with him because I did think he was a good option as well. Um, I kind of did, just like I think we both were saying, we wanted somebody who had kind of had a little bit of experience, you know, kind of right. doing this thing. But with the with the exception of the people that was brought in with him, it was kind of like, okay, you know what? This might This might be pretty good, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I, I want him to be himself, and I do want him to connect with the Detroit people because that's how you stay 
your coach. I mean, that's how you stay a coach, and that's how you get the respect of your team and you get the respect of your city. But it's one thing if you go out here and, you know, you clown around and, you know, we go out there game one and we don't score. You know what I mean? It's like, what, what's going on? He he's. I feel like he got a year or two, but the way he's clowning, the media is gonna come out his neck. They gonna come out hard. That they gonna come at him so hard. And it and it look. It might not be in the beginning of the season. And like you said, I think he got you know kind of around a good two years, two three years to prove himself. Um, I don't know. I, I would have gave him that if he didn't clown. I if he didn't clown, he, yeah, yeah. Since he got uh, coward involved, coward, and then yeah, they, you know they everybody defending. Uh, now, you, know, you now, can't say it, nothing it, bad about uh, Joy. You can't, yep, can't, you can't say nothing about Yep. Now, now they gonna come out his throat uh, yeah. immediately. He don't have no grace period now. And so, I want people to remember this is. I didn't mean to cut you off, but this is the same thing that happened to Patricia. Remember when he first got here? Right. Th- that's when the rape case came out. And then it right. was like, oh, uh, you, you started to see women on Twitter say, oh, I'm not watching any Lions games. And then they started talking about, well, where was the background checks? And it just, from that point on, everything went down here. So I just hope that, you know, you know, because look, let's look at it like this. If we go through this season and say we end up getting like the number one pick. If we pick in the top five, which is a it's a big possibility we could. If we pick in the top five, they're gonna dog him. Look, they're gonna tell you, they gonna, they gonna dog him. He'll get he'll within the Detroit community with the fans and everything. He'll get another year or two, right? The media is gonna throw him off. But here's the only thing that's gonna save the Lions is what the Rams do. If the Rams win and we get a late pick. Oh, we definitely gonna get dogged. But if the Rams do bad and we get a nice and we get two early draft picks, then it's gonna look good, right? Because then right. I feel, me personally, I feel comfortable if we get like two fit, top fifteen picks. Yeah, I'm I love that. that. Yeah, you, me too. You, yeah. you give me two fifteen picks. What? What? And I like Holmes when he drafts. If he, anything, yeah, me too. Because I think he's a good. I think he's a good evaluator of talent. talent. So my thing is. I don't. I don't have. I have faith in Holmes. I don't think that any of the players that he picked. In some this departments, year, here's the thing: to be a total GM is a lot of different aspects, right? What I'm learning myself today, every day. Yeah. And with Holmes, one thing he got is his drafting stuff. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'll take my hat off to him when it comes to that. Yeah, his but draft. Far, yeah. But that that trade he did with, with Stafford. Uh, it could have been better. It could right. It definitely could have been a better trade. I would have took, took that Carolina, that Carolina trade. Yeah, quick, bro. I mean, and I know I do. I get it, man. I really do. I get it. You know, the first you get two extra first round picks. I really do. I get that. You know what I'm saying? Because those we first round had, picks, we could have had Suell and we could have had uh, Fields. Right, just, but that's called it a day. That's what I. I would have much if you put that offer in front of me and say, well, look, you if you take this Panthers deal. You won't have golf on your contract. You, I mean, you won't have golf under contract. So all the money that we promised to him over the years, that's freed up. Um, and then you, you say, well, you're going to get this quarterback, this young guy here, Fields, and then you're going to be able to draft a right tackle who can play left tackle for him uh, at a different point in time. 
I would have ran with that deal. You know what I'm saying? Over the two, because it's the thing. We didn't see teams over the years have plenty first round picks. Um, and to, just to name a few, the Browns, uh, the Raiders, Miami, and Arizona have been teams that have had multiple first round picks for like the last five, six years. Um, yeah, the Browns won the playoff game last year, but everybody else still kind of, they still kind of struggling in certain ways, you know. Uh, uh, Washington still don't have a quarterback. Uh, you know, uh, um, the Raiders, they still haven't lived up to their potential. So it's like, just because you have those first extra, I mean, those first picks, it's fairly guaranteed success. It's really about who you get with it, you know what I mean? Yes, sir. I'm, I'm with you 100%. And I feel like the Lions is going down that same road to where it's just like you're, you're checking boxes on a lot of things, but the biggest thing has always been quarterback position. It's Only- always been the – and this is the same thing. And this is why I respect out of the Detroit media, this is why I respect Dave Burkett so much because he literally keeps it real. He said, you know, the reason why the Packers have been – the, the, the dominant force in this division for the last 30 freaking years is because they drafted a Hall of Famer quarterback and then they drafted another Hall of Famer quarterback. They haven't drafted exceptionally well. You know, they those that team really ain't they, without without the Pat without Aaron Rodgers, the Packers is garbage. Exactly. I mean well, you can you can go ahead and count them if he don't play you can go ahead and count the Packers out. They might have a worse, they might have a worse record than us if he don't play. That's just how, I, that's just how much little confidence that I have in Blake Borders, because you know that's who they got over there right now. So that that, that team is garbage, but the quarterback position is strong, and that's why they've been able to maintain like they have. I'm. I'm- I'm telling, and, and this is the thing I'm just looking at with Lions fans. It's just like, why can't we understand this? Why? And even, even with Stafford, it was just like, it got to the point with Stafford, and I remember you telling me you was just like me. It was a time where if somebody said something about Stafford, I would get mad. Like, I would be like, oh, nah, like. Oh, man, quickness. Man, no, 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 Stafford. No, man, he had, he, he threw for this many yards, and he had him and Calvin Johnson went crazy, and. Man, I'm telling you, I had all the excuses, and then I started watching the games closely, bro. I remember, I never forget it. It was around, it was like around 2012, 2013, and I started watching the games closely because we ended up getting that package. That's when that package came out, the NFL ticket, and I was watching every game. And I started watching. I'm like, hey, we'll get up, and then Stafford will kind of fizzle out, or. He, he'll come out and play bad the first three quarters, and then we'll kind of get caught up in the fourth quarter, but still come out and lose. And I'm just like, dang, you know what? We ain't going to be able to win with Stafford. At all. We Yeah, we won't be able to win with Stafford because I started I – got, I got really into football because not only was I playing it, you know, for school, but I was watching – like I said, I was watching every game, not just the Lions – and I'm just watching quarterbacks and watching quarterbacks, and I'm like, it seems like the teams that have the strongest quarterbacks usually win. And it was like, I'm watching Stafford, 
and you know, I'm looking at the big chances, and we playing these teams, and we tie, and then boom, Stafford throws, you know, he throws an interception, or you know what I'm saying, and it's like, damn, we ain't never be able to get where we need to go with Stafford because he's he's an inconsistent good player, right? Definitely you know, a good. He's definitely a good quarterback, but he needs a lot of help. He, and, and, he listen. Stafford is. What's your man? What's your man on the Knicks right now? Who we hoping they don't give? Oh, Julius Randle. He's Julius Randle in the flesh. <laughs> you know, he's a good. He's a good player. He can put up stats. You know, he can. He can do it all. He can make all the throws. You know, Randle can shoot it from three. He can. You know, he got a mid range. He can take it on the inside. He can post you up. And, and, and it's a good – hey, when you say that, I'm glad you said that. Damn, you hit it right on the nose. My man, <laughs> look, it's a good GM. You know what a good GM would do? And this is with Bob – this is where Bob Quinn lost his job. A good GM would say, I see the numbers you're putting up. I see what you're doing. It's contract time, Right. You not that guy. I got to pay you X amount of money to bring you in some better people Mm -hmm. so we can win this thing. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. if I pay you top dollar, which the Lions did with with Stafford, they paid him top dollar. Oh, yeah, they did. You you paid Stafford top dollar, and now you took money away to get other pieces to help him out in his deficiencies. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And a good GM would tell him, hey, but that's why I'm looking at Holmes now. Like, you just took out Stafford, and now you're paying golf this. That's what – and that was honestly and, – and you know what? That was another big reason. It was the money factor. And I know right now money doesn't really – not for this year, money doesn't really matter because, well, I mean, it depends on how this season it goes. It does matter. It does. I told you – I told you. By week eight, week nine, week ten, your boy gonna get booed off the stage. And right. when he get booed off the stage, that's when the money gonna come in. And then when see, I'm looking at it like this. I'm looking at it like before I was thinking, well, there's no way that we can get at least two wins on the teams in the division. But now, uh, post you look at it post draft time, Aaron Rodgers is not reporting to camp. Um Golfing, you know, golfing and 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 Kirk Cousins is probably about neck and neck. You know, they probably about running neck and neck as far as you know being the best two quarterbacks in the division. Um, the Bears, they gotta. I think Justin Fields probably would be the best quarterback in the division if he played, but he ain't playing year one. So I'm looking now, and I'm like, well, damn, this division is kind of wide open. If we can get some help on that defensive Justin line, Fields, Justin Fields gonna play. Yeah, I know it. I know it. He might not play game one, but he gonna he gonna play this season. I guarantee. Oh, yeah. I give him yeah. about week seven. Yeah, yeah, he gonna play because they 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 the way they the fans. One one thing about Justin Fields, the fans, the Bears fans, they are behind this kid. I mean, you can't say nothing about you thought Stafford fans. You can't say nothing about Justin Fields right now. They, I mean, he got. I think he was like top five in the jersey sales since the since the draft. Right. So, Bears fans dude, always been a little bit smarter than Lions fans. When oh it came yeah, to yeah. Just, when it came to just overall football, they when got it came, when it, out of there. yeah, when it came to taking your emotions out of it, 
they just had bad GMs and bad coaching, you know. But like I said, I don't know. Lion fans, they scare me sometimes, and I'm oh, glad yeah. Motor, I'm glad Motor City spoke on it because this is division. I did. I'm I'm glad he did because, like I said, and it's crazy because like you'll be on Twitter and you talk to somebody and you'll put. I, I remember one day I pulled up. Um, anybody listening, if you got Detroit, uh, if you have Detroit Lions Twitter, if you interact with the Detroit Lions people, you know. Uh, I think his name is Doomass Mike. I mean, I sometimes call him Dumbass Mike, but he <laughs> got his his ta- his title is Doomass Mike or something like that. Dumars Mike, something like that. And then so I was I pulled up a video uh, from Motor City, which the thing that people don't realize about Motor City is all his information comes from uh, he, it, come, it all comes from articles that he's read. So if he read an article and he put up a stat, it's coming from the article. So it's not just made up. It's not just made up stats. And, you know, the guys on Twitter, they say, oh, well, you listen to Motor City and he's the worst channel on YouTube. But the thing about it is he's not. He's not super optimistic, and that's what that's what Lion fans don't like, because they want you to live in a fantasy world. And I can't do it, you know. And that's why I had to. And I liked it, like I said, I I like and I applaud the young kid, you know, the young man. I hope, you know, he eventually start. You know, I don't know if he monetized yet or anything. I hope he eventually start getting his money. But um, Dosa Dion, the young, you know, the young guy. I can't watch that channel. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes if I need to just get what the news is. I, I might watch it, but I can't watch that channel because it's too it's too fairy tale like. Well the Detroit Lions just signed Rock Jenkins and he is gonna be on the practice squad and he might turn this team around. This defense could be number one with Rock Jenkins on it. Oh my goodness. You know what I'm saying? It's like it, it don't matter what the Lions do. The Lions could go out and sign a piece of paper. And he'll be like, oh, my gosh, the Lions just signed a piece of paper. We're going to the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? It's like you can you can go back on countless videos, Adosa Dion's from the last past two seasons, and you'll see my comments there. And he, this dude is the same dude that says, yeah, you know, Matt Patricia's defense is, is going to be good. It's going to be great. We're going to have a top 10 defense. And then these people will tell me, yeah, you don't know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, that's what they like to do because they live in, like you said, and like Motor City said, they live in optimism. Like, proof, like, it, it, it's to the point where it's just like, when you going to start being real? That's all I'm saying. When you going to start being real? And this understanding, like, if somebody's showing you who they are, believe them. But that's, that's all I'm saying, and that's why I don't want, because me, this is where I'm sitting at for the season. I'm looking at the season like this. I personally don't care if we win or if we lose. I'm just looking for small improvements, you know, so I don't even really have uh, – I don't have an expected season. But I will say that if we had the opportunity, which we might actually have, to win a division just because it's so bad and we we fall short of that because of, you know, maybe golf or, you know, lack of – wide receiver help or run game or whatever it is, I'm gonna be a little I'm gonna be a little pissed. I got it. Well I got an expectation for the team. And that's just pretty much play hard. I just want to see a team that goes out and play hard every right. week. Every that's, week. Yep. Like just play hard. Like don't fold 
don't like 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 take on a persona of what Dan Campbell said, which is bite kneecaps off. Like even yeah. if you down by like two, three touchdowns, like fight, fight, fight. Like if they could show me that, that means eventually when we start getting the quarterback that we need and other pieces start stepping up, we're gonna be dope in a two, three years, right? Right, but right. And that's right. If they just fold and just uh, I don't know, then it, it's definitely gonna be a bleak next three, four, five years, bro. If yeah, start and I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it the same way, man. I'm looking at it kind of like, yo, you know, I'm looking to see how the run game looks, you know, how the blocking looks. I'm looking to see time clock management. I'm looking to see uh, 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 switching players out and cleaning up. You know, Detroit. You know, we didn't have some of the dumbest kind of penalties known to man. So I'm looking at. Are we getting the dumbest penalties ever? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I thought it was gonna be over. You know, and that's even with that's even with um what's the what's the the black guy that was here with Jim Caldwell? We was getting dumb penalties. So it's like, you know, I'm looking to see is that is that gone? Um, is the cursed run game is that gone? You know what I'm saying? Because it's it's certain things that if you don't change, you're not gonna be successful in Detroit. If you don't fix the run game, you're not gonna be successful. If you don't fix the defense, you're not going to be successful. And look, Holmes, credit to Holmes again, he did pretty much what we said we would do in the draft. Remember, we said, look, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset if he took all defensive tackles and all offensive linemen. And right. he what? He went and got what? Two defensive tackles, or maybe three. He went and got him, you know, a couple offensive he linemen. Built, he built in the trenches. Yeah, he got him a wide receiver. Uh, you know, so it was like. I, I messed with that because I felt like that's where we lacked it for the most part with, with Bob Quinn because we never really built through the – we never really built. We just kind of drafted a player here and there, you know, or we're going to draft one defensive tackle and then in two years we'll draft another one. And it's kind of like you can't do that, especially when you're building from the bottom. You got to sometimes – you got to attack it. You if, you if your defensive line is garbage, you draft you three defensive tackles. Right. Right. It's just that's just how it is. You draft you three defensive tackles. Right. And I like I said, I'm happy with the draft. When I look at it like just from a perspective of what he had to do, what was there, he did a fabulous job. Yeah, he did he did a good job. Only pick that I would have did different, like I said, is of course I would have taken Justin Fields. But um yeah, he he didn't do a bad job. The only thing that's gonna maybe hurt him is if Justin Fields goes on to be like a superstar, and then Sewell is just like a top twenty or top twenty-five, you know, tackle. Uh, who Justin Fields? Yeah, that's the only thing that's because they're you, they're always going to be linked together. You know what I mean? That's that's just not like only something. not only him, Keelan Mond, Kellen Mond. Yeah, yeah, because I believe that kid. I believe. I believe that kid can do something over there because he got he's over there with, with the Vikings, right? Yeah, and you you got him with the Vikings, which is going to probably emerge in a year or two. Right. You got Justin yep. Fields that's going to emerge immediately. So now we're going to be looking at these brothers, what, for the next, what, maybe five to seven, maybe more years. Right. And we're going to be like, yo, years maybe. Yeah. we could have had hands on both of them, but you decided right. to do something else. Right. You know, it's it'll always be with Detroit. I feel like I don't want to – Go through because we kind of went through that with Odell Beckham. It was like, okay, we we chose you know this dude, and we or we chose what was that? We chose it was a defensive tackle that we chose over 
the Derrick Henry in the second round a couple of years ago. So it was just like we we made so many dumb choices, and it's like that's the you look at the difference in winning teams and us, and it's like that's the difference. But you know, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm I'm hoping for the best. That's what I say. I'm hoping for the best. I'm not hoping that golf fails. I'm not hoping that he like goes out there and gets injured. But I am hoping because I already know. I, I already know it in my heart. He ain't the dude. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not hoping that he fails. I'm also not hoping that he does good enough for them to say, yeah, he's the guy. Nah, he, he can't because he ain't that. You can only do that when you are that. You see what I'm saying? Right. Or he, or he could have been at best with somebody to say, hey, I respect his professionalism. And the guy that we drafted, he helped tutor and mentor him to be that guy. But you ain't put nobody behind him. Right, right. That, uh, that's the shit that's baffling me. It's, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling you 100%, man. So, it, it, I don't know. We, we, to the next topic, man, um, we already spoke about uh, the coach. We spoke about golf. All in all... We have a season coming up. Is there anything the Lions can do to propel what we got going on to make them a better squad as far as now that Aaron Rodgers is maybe not playing to maybe be competitive in this division? Um, Carl Le'Veon Bell. Um, that's a guy who – and, you know, a lot of people say, well, dang, you're so negative. They want to bring in Gurley. You know, that's – if you want to impress me, you you impressed me by calling the dude like Le'Veon Bell, like, hey, look, we got a couple guys here in the running back room. Um, you know, they they pretty talented. They're not as seasoned as you, you know what I'm saying? Maybe you can come in and we can have like a three-headed, a three-headed monster going on. You know what I'm saying? You can kind of, you know, whether that's a one-year deal, you know, because he still got to prove himself a little bit. That's why he at home. But he still, he a dude. Really, you look at Le'Veon Bell, he's a dude that really haven't played much in the last two years. Right. So you right. can get the most out of you, you know what I'm saying? You can get the most out of him. You got to do like golf. You say, look, well, look, look what golf did when he had, you know, a running back of this caliber before. He put these numbers up and they went this far. So why don't you come here, show what you got, show that you can still do it. You know what I'm saying? That's who I'd be on the phone with. You know what I mean? Not Ty Gurley. Right, right, right. And you, you, one hundred percent right. And I like Le'Veon. I always felt like Le'Veon was a good dude. And then plus, Le'Veon played at Michigan State, yeah. so he got ties with the Michigan uh, familiar. So it's just yeah. like, yo, yo, yo. If you could bring it in and do it one more time for Michigan, let's go, baby. You know what yeah, I mean? That's so, what I'm saying. I would be on the phone with that dude, like, yo. Come over here, yeah. You know, Le'Veon can catch it a little bit out the back, at the, out the backfield too. You know. So. Oh yeah, no, no, Le'Veon is top notch. I, 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 I love Le'Veon. Like, I like his running scheme. Actually, I thought Kerryon Johnson was the next Le'Veon Johnson. I thought, said, well, I, bro, I thought the same thing. Now we know that didn't happen, but they kind of got similar styles. You know what I mean? Right. And it just never panned out for Kerryon. Hell no, it never panned out. So, but I think Le'Veon. I wouldn't mind if Le'Veon came in. And was just like, yo, I'll I'll split the reps with him with him and Williams, and just let Swift do another year learning. It's nothing wrong. Yeah. 
think I'm coming in to be this pass catcher. Like I really believe with Swift, they're gonna throw Swift out there on on routes. Like he's not even gonna be in the backfield. They're gonna throw him on, on out there like a wide receiver. I think receiver. so too. I think they gonna yeah. I think they gonna put him out there like yeah, like you said, like a wide receiver. Sometimes put him in a slot. Sometimes you can probably put you can because I think he like one of them is six foot, so you can you can kind of put. You can kind of put him out there on the on the on the outside, and then you can even take Williams and put him in the slot too. So right. they got a lot of the the one thing that they do have at wide receiver and pass catchers is depth. They got depth at it; they just don't have any stars, right. which is kind of okay because as long as you got some people to stay fresh and sub in and out, you know they got the young kid that they just drafted, Amon Saint. He's a pretty good guy. I mean, he's not a star or anything, but he is a pretty good you know receiver. You got some guys that can do a couple different things. As long as you can keep dudes fresh, then you should be good. Right. I agree with you 100%. I'm, to answer that question, I just asked, I'm with you. If you could bring in a guy like Le'Veon Bell and then um, pretty much say, hey, yo, we're going to run this ball to death. And then hopefully by like week six, seven, that that offensive line to click and get into the top 10. And then right. by week, week 12, get into right. That rest thing. Like it'd be a dope season if you could do that. Same. I, I think, I, you know, go, you know, I mean, f- see if you can get maybe, because I know uh, the defense is going to be a little iffy this year because we're going to have a lot of dudes playing out of character, uh, playing out of position. You got, uh, and this, this is a dumb thing to me too, and I didn't even know this, but so they're moving, they're moving uh, Okwara, and they're moving flowers from the defensive end position and put outside linebackers. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up. How you now you said that was dumb? Yeah, I can because this is the thing. I can see you putting Romeo out there on the outside because he can do that because his 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 basically his bread and butter is kind of pass rushing, kind of just getting to the quarterback. That's like his bread and butter, but to put a guy like Flowers out there who can't I'm, cover, I'm, I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Who, now here's the thing: when I read that, when I read that, I said the same thing. I said that's dumb. And the next thing I said is, we best off trading him. If you yeah. want to start doing stuff like that, let the brother go, send him back to New England, or yeah. send him somewhere where the system implies for him to play where he's been playing. Yeah. If you're gonna do that, right? Let him go. I don't want to watch that experiment. I don't I, either because it's going to be real chippy out there. Now, some good news is this is good news. And remember, we, we've been saying this since they drafted him, but they said that the baby Aquara brother is looking good at both positions. They say he's course. looking good at defensive end and he's looking real good at uh, uh, at outside linebacker. And they say he's also excelling in coverage. So he's he's he almost looking like the best coverage linebacker that they got out there. Of course, and that's why I'm confident in those Aquara brothers, right? I'm really, really confident in both of those guys. I think, um, to be honest with you, they're going to be the leaders of our defense for a long time, right? Yeah, yeah. But, and I said this to you almost a month, maybe two months ago. I have questions about Collins 
and flowers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not because, yeah. not because of it of who they are. I like them brothers, but it's hard because they were really, really built upon that Patricia New England way, right? Right, right. And then now to say, hey, now we got Aaron Glenn, a real innovative, because Aaron Glenn seems like he's an innovative brother. Right, right. Which I love. I love it. Yeah, I need, them guys, I need that. Yeah, but them guys seem like, you know, they just stuck. They, they, they part of a system and the culture that they used to. And it's not the culture and the system that they used to. So now right. you're trying to tell them to do some new stuff that they're not used to. It doesn't always work like that. It don't always work like that. And that's why I was saying, I do think the defensive line is going to be good, right? But that, that linebacking core, man, it's just, it's a little choppy right now. Yeah, I, I, I really feel, me personally, I really feel like Trey Flowers and, and, and Collins, if you could get them guys on the trade and get them up out of Detroit, and whatever you could get for them, take I, I, I don't want to see this project. Yeah. I don't want to see it at all. Dang but you. but a Corey, uh a Corey, uh what's his name? Tavari, what's his name? Tavari, what uh, uh, uh Jelani Tavai. Jelani Tavai. I wanna see these I wanna see these guys because I felt like the system every pretty pretty let's say this. Everybody that didn't work with the Patricia system, I wanna see them work with Aaron Glenn, right? Right. But everybody that worked with Patricia, I want them out. Because there's a reason why you work with Patricia. You work well within that culture. Right, right, right. And, that's no, and there's nothing wrong with that. I hate for you to waste a year to have to be somewhat of a guinea pig in this new culture. No, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. You see what I'm saying? Because right. those are talented brothers, man. Flowers and, and Collins. But I got a feeling... Uh, Aaron Glenn got some new stuff coming with this. It's going, man, it's going to be fun to watch this defense, bro. It's going to be real fun to watch. But at the same time, I don't want to see nobody playing out their position either. Same. That, that's going to look funky. Yeah, it's going to look, it's going to look bad. We've seen it. We've seen it. We've seen it plenty of times before. And every once in a while, you get somebody that it could adjust, but it don't dudes, always yeah. happen. But them dudes coming from that New England system, that's that's a system that's that's hard nosed. That's saying that I love this culture, I love that system. It's hard to break out of that one. That one's hard to break out of. See what I'm saying? Yeah. It's hard to. Yeah. So <sighs> I'm glad you touched up on that because that's something I wanted to talk about. Collins and, and, and Flowers, man. If, if we could get them guys up out of here and get something for them, I I, I would love that, man. I. I I would hate for them to, to do a year here with Aaron Glenn trying yeah. to, you know, trying to find himself. You know, when, when you're trying to find yourself as a, as a defensive coordinator, I, I always feel bad for the, for the uh, experienced guys. You know what I mean? Right. But, it, but maybe this – I'm thinking more of a lines of like, you know, maybe midseason, you know, before the trade deadline, somebody be like, okay, look, we ain't got to pay him for a full year. Let's go ahead and take on, you know, we can – let's go ahead and take on this contract. We can trade him next year if he don't work out. You know, let's send a fourth-round pick or something over there. I'd be ecstatic with that. I would be. If we could get – I'd be with that too. Like, if we – if they had to stay, it wouldn't be the end of the world. And like I said, there's always yeah. a diamond in the rough 
who knows? This might be the right system for them. This Aaron Glenn system. Maybe Patricia and, and New England system wasn't for them, and they was just good at that. But they might be better at this. Like if that's the case, time will tell. But I've, to me personally, I've I haven't seen it a lot in in, in the NFL, bro. Usually you good at what you good at because you've been in, you've been in tune with a, a system for so long. You know what I mean? Same. That's what I was saying. I mean, it could work, but it. I, I don't know, man. I I, I want to see them guys out of there. I think I do. I think I do everybody justice, bro. Same. I think it is. Uh, man, I'm glad you brought that one up. Uh, uh, we I know we we running out of time. We've been on here for a minute. I'm I feel good. Um, last but not least, we got we talked about the offense, the running game, the offensive line, yeah, defense. We ain't touch too much about special teams, bro. Special teams, I'm not too worried about it. Um, because I think we got a lot of good special teams players. We still got a lot of guys uh left over from last year that was good special teams players. Um a lot of those guys on the defense that necessarily aren't good sometimes are good uh special teams players like for instance Will Harris is a good special teams player, even though he's not that good on the field. Um, Tracy Walker is a good special teams player. Uh, it, it's a lot of guys on that defense that are good special teams guys. Uh, Deshaun Hand. Um, so I'm not too worried about the the, the uh, special teams. What I had have liked to keep the old special teams coordinator for sure, but I'm not too worried about it. Yeah, I, I would have loved to keep him. Uh, not too in tune. Who's the new one? Uh, I've never really been a special teams guy, per se, uh, as far as, like, that was my main concern. But in a season like this, it's going to be uh, important. It's going to be very, very important. And um, I don't know, you know, getting getting some key runbacks, getting some key stops on a, yeah. you know. Special teams, I, I, I did – I appreciate the special teams on Detroit more than any other team because – I know that we we usually need every bit or every inch of yard that we can get, and it's like right. sometimes special teams can really put you in a good position. Like if you get you know midfield or close to midfield, you know you're in a great position. You know what I'm saying? So it, with a run game, you're in a, a, a beautiful position. So I, I do understand the importance of it, but yeah, I'm not too worried about it. Uh, me either, and we still got John Fox. I'm a big fan of John Fox. The, yeah, yeah, I like that guy. Yeah, I like him. The punter, he's still there. So it's kind of like I like I like the off, uh, special teams, and like you said, uh, Will Harris. Who? I gotta ask you this: Who's gonna be the starting safeties for us, bro? Uh, I'm thinking Will. I mean, I Will Harris, but I'm thinking Walker. Um, Walker, Tracy Walker for sure. And I don't know if you remember, but we picked up a guy, a pretty talented guy at that, that. He had some injury problems a few years ago, um, and I think he was let go of the Panthers. They didn't re-sign him, and we re-signed him after cheap. I think he'll be your second starter. Shit, what was his name? I can't blank. remember his name, but we just signed him this offseason, and he's cheap. All right. Yeah, he. I think he came from like the Panthers. 
I'm gonna look him up. Yeah, we. I I definitely think the safety play is gonna be. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna put myself out there on the line. I think Tracy Walker has an All Pro season, bro. Hey, I I won't. I wouldn't disagree with that. Um, I could definitely see it happening because. Um, I could definitely see it happen because I remember Tracy had that good year when his rookie year. And last year, I just don't know what they were doing with him, but he's a great player. He is, like, overall, athletically, and his intelligence, he's a great player. Um, I hope we get it together quick. I hate to, I hate for him to be like a, a Quandre Diggs where – it's kind of like it's time for him to leave. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hated that um, because I, I like Quandre a lot. I do also think that uh, I think that um, Tracy, I think he's like a Pro Bowl type safety. Oh, Tracy Walker? Yeah. Oh, definitely, bro. I told you, I, all pro. I got him. I when I look at when I look at his physique, his uh, his passion. His athleticism, everything his, like his ability to hit and cover. Right, I think he's a uh, he's definitely all pro. He, yeah, I think I think he's one of those guys that you can like you can use him in so many different ways. Right, because you can you can push him out the corner if need be too. Right, he's special. He's special. His size, his speed, he can play corner. And then, oh, yeah, next question. What is your expectations for Jeff Okuda this year? Um, honestly, um, I, I, I got him being low. Um, and I do think he will be better. Let me say this first. I think he will be better than he has – he was last year. But – I'm honestly not expecting him to go out there next year and look like, oh, this is the Jeff Okuda that we that we drafted. I'm not expecting him to look like that, but I do expect him to be better than he was last year. Man, anything is better than last year, bro. Like, right? Because I what what I what I did here is that I heard that um, what's uh what's the other young corner we got uh. You know his name better than me. I know. I know. I know you're talking about, but his name. Uh. Uh. Oh, African guy. Oh, Warrior. Oh, Warrior. Yeah. I think. We, I think all our corners is African. That's crazy. Yeah. So him. Um. <laughs> I heard that he. Uh. I heard that he's been out there looking like the true number one cornerback. Yeah, but he ain't got nobody number one to go against. Like. Like you told me last year. Yeah, like, right. Yeah, that's the same thing. That's why I don't get so wrapped up when, the, when they talk about camp. Because they're going against – look who they're going against. You know what I mean? Right. I, I, but I've always, I've always had belief in, in, uh, in that boy. You know what I mean? I think he's a great corner. I don't like to label him as number one and number two. He's saying me either because I think he, he's just a play. He's just a good player. He's just a good player. And I like, and I want him on the field, and that's all that matters. I want him on the field, but 
it would help him if there was another shutdown. I told you before, and we spoke about this. I don't know what the, what's up with the Slay situation, but if we get somebody like Slay to come in, man, man. Oh, man, I'd love it. Man. I'd love it. And, I, and that's one thing I doubt. I doubt that uh, – I doubt at this point would want to give him away because they had such a hard time uh, trying to even get a cornerback. You know, they, they've been having cornerback problems over there for years. And so – I'm just kind of like, I know they won't give him up. Even, you know, even as much as he costs, they probably won't give him up. You don't think so? Nah, I don't think the Eagles would. Um, I don't know. It, maybe it depends on their season because, you know, they got a lot riding on this season too. So maybe it depends on their season. Um, but, yeah, I don't think they'll give him up. And, and, and I'm going I'm to hit you with this question right now, right? Yep, sir. Lions got a lot of coaches, you know, like offensive coordinators like Drew Stilley, uh, Aaron Glenn. You know, a lot of guys is up and coming, right? Right. Do you feel like the Lions situation can hurt their situation? Like, as far I as... I do. I do because I it's... It's time consuming, right? Because it's like, well, it, this is the thing. Every year, new coaches are being looked at. So, say, say something happened where golf have a good year, right? Say that offense just looks pretty good in general. Say it's like a top fifteen offense. The, 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 the teams is gonna be looking when they're looking for coaches, and they're gonna be like, oh, well, damn, you know, that, you know, that that offense didn't really have a lot of stars on it. Who was behind that offense? Oh, that guy, he used to be a head coach. He's the guy that originally coached, you know, Herbert, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be like they're going to be on a time limit. You know what I mean? Because all these dudes are coaches that teams have looked at. So the better our team looks, the more they're going to be wanted. Do you think they put them in a self? They put themselves in a position, excuse me, to where they're gonna be lying for a while. No, uh, I don't think. I don't think most of those, especially like, um, especially like those dudes, uh, Deuce Staley. Um, I think he eventually may end up being like the offensive coordinator because I definitely think the offensive coordinator we got now. I can't remember his name. But Anthony uh, Lynn, Anthony Lynn, yeah, I think, I think two years tops, he's gone. Um, two years tops, Anthony Lynn is for gone. him to be. But look, for him to be gone, he's got to make golf shine. He does. Um, he, he does. Um, Frank, uh, what's the other dude? Um, the offensive line guy we got, he's real good. Frank Haley, I really like him. Um, I don't think he'll be here much longer. So Dan Campbell, and look, remember we said this. Dan Campbell's success is going to depend on the other coaches that he brings in here. So, because I don't think he can, he's not one of those Belichick guys that can carry that load along. So, like Belichick, he can he can carry that load along. You know what I'm saying? He don't really, those guys is there to do what he said. You know what I'm saying? But 
to me, Campbell seems like a coach that needs the guys to be there to kind of lead him in the right. Of course, he's making the final decision, but those guys need to be led in a different direction. Right. So it's, it's you know, it's, 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 you know, it's something to think about. Nah, definitely, bro. Like, that's why we having this conversation. Like, I, I, I we, myself and the viewers, we appreciate your analysis on this. You know what I mean? That's why we do this, bro. This shit is crazy because I, I'm with you. I just think that it's, it's a lot that transpires in this, uh, this lying season, man. Oh, yeah, you know I mean? for sure. Yeah, for sure. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. So, you know, it's going to be a fun season. We what? We only in June right now. And we in the beginning of June. Like, I just can't wait till the season to start, man. Yeah, it's going to be a fun season. Like, I, I've been telling people, you know, even on Twitter, like, no, I don't have any expectations. But I already got I got tickets already to go at least one game. So, it's like, you know. We going I'm, to the uh, Atlanta uh Lions yeah, game, I'm. Right? Yeah, I'm. I'm going to the Atlanta. Um, and I know you said you was. Excuse me, you said you was going to game one, right? Yep, up in the in the D, baby. I'm still. Yeah, I'm still trying to see if I'm. A, um, if I'm gonna go to that one because, like I said, I gotta. Um, I need to go up there and visit my granddad, and uh, I'm like, well, if I go, I can just go. We, I can just hit the game at the same time and make like a good little trip out of it you know what i mean well i'm going i ain't even got nothing locked up but i know i'm going so if you want to roll with me let me know we whether you want to do fly drive I'm, I'm with it bro yeah 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 for sure i remember you said that so yeah we i'm i'm gonna enjoy this season you know what i'm saying like i said i got my tickets and i think that's the day after christmas so i'm gonna enjoy this season i'm gonna have as much fun as i can you know uh I, i'm gonna watch you know i'm gonna root for those guys um, do I believe, like I said, do I believe in God? I don't, but I don't necessarily want him to fail either. Well, proof is in the pudding. The dude's not a real top-notch quarterback, right? Right. And that's proof in the pudding. Ain't, ain't nobody lying about that. And I'm not knocking him, and I'm not, I'm not calling him out. But the thing is, you need a lot of things to click. And we're not sure what this team is going to click right away. The only thing that can make it click it's this uncertain coaching staff. That you know too. Right, that too. So it's a lot they, of uncertainties. It's a lot of uncertainties, and we and we don't know what's going to happen. That's why I said I'm good with a a three and a 14 season. And um, as long as they play hard, that's my expectations. I just want them to play hard, bro. Same. I just want them to go out there and play meaningful football. I mean, I want them to go out there and look like a football team. Like, I want them to go out there and gain their respect. That's basically what I want them to do. Like, I want them to go out there and get their respect so that people can know, look, when we come to Detroit or when Detroit come to play us, it's not an easy win. Exactly. That's all. Come in and, and play your hats off. Yeah, go get that's your all. respect and do your thing. That's, that's all we can ask for. So, that's it, man. I know this has been a nice pod. You know what I mean? We ain't gonna we gonna talk everybody ill off. We got another one coming up pretty soon. Yeah, for sure. You know, letting the pods over the off season is kind of we we kind of spread them out just because you know it's not a whole lot going on, so we can kind of cover everything in one show. Yes, sir. And this one actually anchor did good by us, bro. 
We actually ain't had no cut up to nothing. Yeah, so, yeah. This was a good. This was a good recording. Cause Cause we have at least one. Yeah, because honestly, we did like two before, but Anchor, I listened, I listened to him, and Anchor was cutting up, so I didn't put him out. But this right. one, I could tell Anchor didn't cut up, so this one, you know, we 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 on it, we on it. Right. I feel it. Yeah, I, I like. I'm liking that. They 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 doing a little bit better. I appreciate it. So we'll look out for us on Spotify, on Apple. Uh, we'll post it on Twitter. We'll post it on um, Instagram, Facebook, all that, man. Appreciate sure. y'all. Hey, one, man. One.